Hey guys, it's Pleasant. It's Tuesday afternoon, and I normally publish the podcasts on Mondays. The past two days have brought a lot of interesting technology issues on a lot of levels, like the actual apps I use to record, failed calls, new technology, updates, um, a whole variety of challenges, and then also on the back end, like the systems that I have in place to help people to make this easy are really challenging. So I'm taking a break from trying to make it work with other people, and I'm just going to sit down and do a mid-year review with you. I was mapping all of this out to put into the newsletter anyway, and I had sent the PDF last week in the newsletter. Um, so I feel like this is going to be a really um, powerful and potent episode for you to sit down with a notebook, take some notes, think about some of the things that I'm saying and come back to it so that it can really be integrated into your life. So you know I'm obsessed with like the history of words. So integrate and integrity, right? These are very um, similar. They have a, the root is very similar. And the classical meaning of integrate was to have integrity. Um, so I'm thinking about that. Like, how do we place that together? And that's what I'm calling you to do. Don't just listen to this and be like, oh, that was nice. And then, you know, move on to the next one. Can you go back and listen? Can you take notes? Where can you actually pause and reflect for your own life. Okay, so I'm t- I told you about the technology issues because again, this is real. Like it's not all easy and always working. You have to switch gears. You have to shift. You have to pivot. And that's what happened. I had a number of episodes lined up for this week to record and then roll out on Mondays. And it's not working that way. So I just brought the energy in, took a minute, took some breaths and realized like I have plenty of material and content that I can share beyond the interviews and they will come in time when the time is right. So look forward to those from some great folks. Okay, so here we go. Mid-year review. I want you to think about this in terms of your summer review, your mid-year review, and always, I mean, a lot of this stuff I'm going to say, you've heard me say before, what are your seasonal self-care practices? What is your seasonal self-care guide? I'm actually working on a seasonal self-care guide that you can fill in. Hopefully you'll have it by fall or winter um, where you can print it out and print it out every year and really pay attention to um, what you're shifting in the season for your, your basic Thrive practices movement, food, meditation, morning routines, evening routines, these sort of basics um, that we talk about over and over and thrive, okay? So seasonal self-care guide. And thinking about this, this phrase has been in my head lately, simple as spiritual. So if I'm committed to living wholeheartedly and with a connection to spirit, I want to use my simplicity practices and my simplifying in my life and in my business and my daily routine um, as spirituality. You heard me on the podcast with Cass talk about subtraction project and how that is Ayurveda. 
It's the same thing, guys. All of these points, all of these dots are connecting to one another. Simplicity as spiritual practice. Mm. Subtraction as spiritual practice. Why? Because there's a beautiful, beautiful life right in front of you. Even if it's painful, even if it's challenging, can we hold all of that together? So thinking about our seasonal self-care in all of our Thrive areas... Okay, thinking about our um, spiritual practice as a, a commitment to simplicity. What are our, what are our, what are our commitments and vows to ourself and to our life? I mean, this is the time to ask the questions. This July period, this halfway through the year, is a mirror of that December period where we really can look and assess so we move forward into the next season. In Ayurveda, what's happening now in your physical and emotional body is the result of the past three months. So right now, while I'm staying present with my daily life, I'm also thinking about what I want fall to feel like. So on the top of a page, I want you to put, what do I want fall to feel like? Question mark, and then fill that in. What do you want it to feel like? What are your core desired feelings? And what do you want it to feel like? Okay, next. Um, Thinking about fall, here's some areas you may want to consider. Finances, home, uh, learning for yourself and your children, meaning do you take classes seasonally? So I adjust my learning seasonally. So in the winter and the spring, I was in an intensive Ayurveda class. This summer and fall, I'm in a positive psychology certification. In next winter, I will be in a year-long Ayurveda course. So I'm looking ahead. What do I need in my life for my childcare, for my finances, for my well-being, for my study time, for my integrate time? What do I need in all of those areas? So One of the ways that I do this um, is by looking at the big picture of the whole season ahead and mapping out the weekends in advance. So, for example, I have a bunch of things that I'm speaking at this fall and events. So I plug those in and then I I usually put big X's and cross out... um, I usually put big X's and cross out like family time, dedicated family time. And then I plug in my monthly Thrive classes, our sacred circles, which are coming back this fall and uh, self-care for girls, which is coming back this fall. So those two classes I'll put on one weekend. And then um, I have my traveling for speaking and conferences and then the blocked out family time. So it's quite simple. And when I look at it that way, I can see where I have space to add anything or if there's anything I need to take away. Also, it helps me clarify my boundaries. Bum, bum, bum. Most of the time, my life is actually, when I'm realistic, quite full with just those three things. My, our, our travel, um, our family, and my work on the weekends. I really don't have a lot of space. I'm making a choice to not have a lot of space for other things because my top priorities are aligned with my values and my actual life. So the commitments and the vows that I make to myself in terms of speaking, teaching, leading, and connecting, that's actually what's happening. 
So, you know, even if there's birthday parties or other social activities, um, I have to make a choice. You know, is there space for that? Is there time for that? And without guilt and shame, okay, let's just let that go. Inspired actions, aligned choices, we're not in guilt and shame circles here. We're really saying, this is who I am, this is what I value, this is how I am in integrity, and I integrate it in my life, all right? So we're looking at all of the areas, financial, home, bills. Here's a question I always ask myself this time of year. Where where and what do I wanna be saving where and what do I want to be spending? So I usually do a whole assessment in July and it's fun. It's not, it's not stressful. It's not one more thing. It's the way that I step into being the CEO and the leader of my family and my life. I look, I assess where are the areas where we're spending too much and or we want to make different choices. Where do we want to be saving? Do we have any goals and values that are shifting? And aligning, do we have any big expenses we need? I just, for example, I just got a new car. We knew that was coming and we knew it was the right season for it. So let's just be intentional and real with the areas. We don't have to be so afraid. Now, yes, some of these things are triggering. For example, Sailor might want to go to sleepaway camp for a whole month next year, which is going to be six grand. So I have to, you know, I want to take this year to save the money so that I can help pay so we can split it or I can contribute or I can pay for the whole thing and I have a year to save for that. It means I need to make other choices. It means I'm probably not going to, um, I don't know, go to an extra retreat that I might normally go to or I might not um, take that class I want to take or I might, I might balance that. She may not take some enrichment, or we may go down with one of her other areas. So again, I'm just looking at all of the areas and being intentional and proactive based on how we want to feel. We as a family want to feel spacious, connected, engaged. We want to feel like we're learning. We want to feel like we have time for each other. So one of the choices I made for our family for this year was that we were actually going to leave our synagogue um, because it was taking up valuable family time. And the truth of what was happening in synagogue was not aligned with where we are. It's a great synagogue. I love the rabbi. I love the families. It has nothing to do with this wonderful place. It has to do with us as a family. It has to do with the fact that Mel's not Jewish. And it has to do with the fact that the way I feel Judaism is different than what I was seeing in the three-hour drop-off for the kiddos on Sunday mornings. I'd rather make the choice to have that time and figure out a way to connect to Judaism in a different way. So these are just examples of ways that we can really make choices, be aligned, and be real. Okay, so mid-year review, we're talking about all areas, we're talking about what we want to feel like, we're talking about where we might want to learn or expand, we're looking at what the weekends are like, um, we're mapping out some planning time in our schedule, so this is a great practice, look at your months and you know block out a few hours at the end of every month or the beginning of every month to set the plan in motion, to rearrange, and to be intentional. Um, let's talk about it from an Ayurvedic standpoint. So right now we're in Pitta season, and Pitta season is intense, fiery, heating, 
um, it, passionate. If so, in Ayurveda, we have three doshas, right? These are our doshas are made up of the five elements. If you want to learn more about your true nature, which is how you were built, go to BanyanBotanicals.com and take the true nature quiz. It's great. Here's the thing: what you were. Um, what constitution you are when you're born is one thing. What you're currently imbalanced, what your where your current imbalances are, are much more important. So your current state quiz, which you can also take at, at BanyanBotanicals.com, is um, available and more relevant. So if you have, a, let's go over what the doshas are really quickly, um, and then there's going to be a longer Ayurveda episode coming up with Susan um, Weiss-Bolin, who's the author of Ayurveda for Beginners. So look for that. But um, essentially you have Vata, which is air and space, Pitta, which is fire and transformation, and uh, Kappa, which is earth, um, which is the earth elements. Okay. So we have these three doshas. We all have all of them. It's in all of nature. It's in all of our lives, in our work, in our relationships, and it's how we link to everything. So always there are things that we are doing that are either increasing those elements in our body physically and emotionally. We don't separate that in Ayurveda. And then there are things that pacify, that calm these elements. So we are looking at things right now that calm pitta, pacify pitta, things like um, cooling cucumbers, cooling coconut oil, giving yourself a massage with that, S- the sweetness of rose, smelling rose or spraying rose spray on your face or on your body. Oh, that's so delicious. Um, and it's sweetness. So we want to calm and cool the pitta in our movement. Again, all the areas that we're thriving right? We want to calm it um, through our movement practices by practicing restorative yoga, practicing gentle inversions, gentle backbends and heart openers that really bring in that softness and that sweetness. Um, We want to listen to sweet music. So using our senses to calm the doshas. We, the, the pacifying the pitta, right? That's what the calming that, that imbalance is. If you're if you are anywhere right now that has a lot of heat or you have a lot of that heat quality in you, if you live anywhere in a city or by a city, most likely because emotions are contagious, you are still feeling that pitta because that's the type of person who's attracted to city life. Go, 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 intensity, ambitious, motivated, just like me. <laughs> so I'm very close to that pitta. Summer is a time of transformation for Pitta energy. So what are you transforming? Is it your home? Is it yourself? Is it your mind? Is it your body? And how do we do that in a way that's balancing and whole and kind and loving, not abusive and um, too intense and too tight, okay? So using music using senses, aromatherapy, that rose, that sweetness. Um, What else? Foods, right? So we talked a little bit about some of the calming foods. Um, Also, just side note, if you're someone who's really into lemon, lemon is very, um, it really really can rev up that pitta. So you want to switch over to limes for the summer, which are a little bit less acidic and great. 
So think of the ways that you can really use um, all of your senses to calm the pitta and calm that fire and use it in a healthy way. So we never want to deny our true nature. We never want to push the elements away. We need them all. They're all potent and powerful. They are all wonderful, divine qualities. It's just whenever we do something too much, we go out of balance and it doesn't feel good, right? Pittas yell. Pittas like are yellers and they get angry and they get red in the face and they get short. And that generally doesn't feel good when that's happening. So how can we be more skillful with our communication and our whole mind-body connection, okay? So I have a lot of more awesome information about Pitta pacifying. Um, Feel free to shoot me an email. I'm going to be working on a blog, hopefully, or one of the next newsletters where I'll just put this information in there too to kind of continue to support the work that you're doing on your own. The other thing I wanted to say is that if you're really feeling like you're, you know, that this is great, but you don't know what to do next, I really encourage you to look at um, littleohm.com backslash thrive and look at thrive. It's a community. This is what we're learning together. Uh, My dear friend Rita is the community leader over there in thrive. It's an online course, but also it has a connection uh, component that we're really building out. So looking towards the fall, we will have live classes and live calls just for our thrivers to support this kind of work because we don't believe it's one way or the way. We believe that you guys are your own beautiful divine lights and that we want to help you nourish and nurture that and and really feel yourself, feel supported and committed to your practices. And I know that part of the wisdom traditions always say that community, the Sangha piece, is a big part of not feeling so isolated, not feeling so alone, of really leaning into your um, divine connection to others. So Thrive is available, um, and like I said, it's going to be moving um, more options in the fall. If you do live in the D.C. area, we are going to have monthly sacred circles um, where we'll be doing a lot of this work as well. Okay, babies, um, thank you for being patient um, with this release of this being Tuesday and not Monday. Thanks for your emails and your text. And I get to see so many of you in person saying, I'm listening to your podcast and I love it. So I hope it's of service to your life. Go back and listen to this again. Jot down some notes. Send me what comes up. Print out the PDF from the newsletter last week. It's also on the blog if you search Little Om, L-I-L-O-M-M, and Mid-Year Review. Okay, may you be happy, may you be safe, may you be healthy, may you live with ease.